Oh, hello, Internet. This is Troy Baker, and I'm here with your lovely, very, very British host, Victoria Atkin. And this is the Performance Capture Podcast. So essentially, motion capture performers, like all the other performers, are here to tell stories. And then they're like, <laughs> you mean there, there are actors in video games? I thought it was animation. I kind of created my position. Like, nobody said, oh, you know, here, you go to school to become a performance capture producer. I pretty much created my own career. Jump in both feet, because this is the future of entertainment. This is where it's going to be. You know, the dots can tell if you're lying. Hello and welcome to the Performance Capture Podcast with me, your host, Jasper William Cartwright. That's right. It's me and I am your host today. It feels very, very cool to say and I'm very, very excited to welcome a very special guest today. You (laughs) may have heard of them before. I have a feeling that you might have heard of this incredible guest, but I will not do any introducing for them. I'm going to ask, I'm going to throw over to our guest to please tell us, tell the listeners, what is your name and where did you grow up? This is hilarious. Um, <laughs> it feels very weird. Um, hi, my name is Victoria Atkin, and I grew up in Farnborough in Hampshire in England. Woohoo! England represent. Uh, mm-hmm. Very cool. Uh, in Victoria Atkins here, everyone, just in case you were wondering. <laughs> uh, just in case you were thinking you weren't going to get Victoria today. No, 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 don't you worry. You have, you have. You get me She's to answer here. the questions. I just thought it would be quite fun. Absolutely. Because that's the thing. We've had so many episodes of you asking all these questions, but we don't know about you. So I'm so, so glad we're getting to do this. So I'm glad uh, to be a guest on this show. <laughs> if, if it's even possible for you to do so, Victoria, can you please tell us what do you do? What's your job title? And give us all of the job titles because you oh my gosh, yeah, wear a lot a of hats. <laughs> all right. Well, first and foremost, I'm a mother and a daughter. Yes. Um, and of friend and I don't know many things a soul but um I am an actress first and foremost and I also I would class myself as an entrepreneur and businesswoman mm-hmm. in the entertainment industry heck yeah don't say that with a little lift at the end like businesswoman like yeah businesswoman yeah you I'm are. a businesswoman You're out here I'm badass yes you are <laughs> um yeah absolutely amazing uh so the big question uh mm-hmm. the big question what uh how would you best describe performance capture yeah performance capture is gotta make it good we've had some great answers on this show, this... On this show. <laughs> performance capture is capturing the essence of a soul wow that's good that's really good that's my answer that's it i can't uh, i'll merge it if i say anything else (laughs) no no no, that's genuinely so good though because i think we've heard from so many people throughout all of these episodes about how you know the markers don't lie and there's so much they pick up on so much they see so much and yeah i i absolutely love the idea that you're that this medium captures more of you than any other medium can i think that's something that like genuinely i don't think i've actually heard i'm say on this show and i've listened to every single episode of the show uh including well, the ones i'm I've been also on. very interested in metaphysics and i am also very intrigued by technology and truth as an actor and mm. i think that we're always well i'm always trying to find the truth of a character and i think think that that 
when I'm able to do that, that's the closest to mm. acting as a yes. you know a fantastic craft and and being good at your craft as you can be. And I think that metaphysically, it's you cannot identify any part of yourself. If you point it to different parts of your body, you're pointing to your head, your arms, your chest, your whatever. Mm -hmm. um, to identify where the soul lives in that is difficult. And when we yeah. leave our body, there's still a body there, but that person yeah. is not there. Mm. And I think that performance capture is the only way to capture an essence of a person, a personality, um, without just capturing a physical form. Mm. Um, and I think that that's the most it's... interesting part of a human being. And it's so true because you can instantly tell the difference between something that has been animated in, you know, like a three, like a CGI, like model, you know, and that's not to downplay any animators at all. Uh, this is more just like you can, you can tell the difference if you then put that side by side with someone doing the same motion, but like, you know, using that model as a framework for them to, uh, you know, uh, to, to move around. And I think you can just see the weight in the weight and the expression and the little details that are so hard to capture, I think, through just straight animation and, uh, yeah, I think that's a, that's a really, And I think really also, you know, because we don't just capture humans, we use, we capture animals on the stage yeah, or we yeah. capture different things. So that's why I say it's, it's the essence of a soul because also they can animate into fantasy characters and things like that, that, you know, yeah. we ultimately slot our essence into when we make it come to life. So yeah, yeah there's my answer. Well, I think that I, uh, you don't, uh, get this bit as much because you're all, you're only on this side of the mic. So I will say this for you that you've done an incredible job of capturing the truth of your characters. And I think I speak for everyone who's played uh, as Evie Fry in Assassin's Creed to say that like what an incredible job you did with that. And uh, I think actually leads us on quite well into the next question, which is how did you discover performance capture uh, and how did you first become involved? And what was your first project, Victoria? <laughs> I know. I always feel like an arsehole saying this. No, because... you're not. No, you're not. It's no, incredible. but I don't because I do because I feel like I have to explain that my first project was Assassin's Creed. It was Evie Fry. It's, it's pretty cool. Um, yeah, I mean, it's a slam dunk, right? So, but yeah. however, you know, I was working as an actor and grafting before yes, this. Exactly. Um, exactly. And so. And this was a long process to get this. They auditioned women from Canada, New York, Los Angeles and London. Um, so it was a long, you know, process of months where I didn't know if I was getting the job or mm. anything about it. Can I ask how many, how many rounds did you do for, for Evie Fry? So I originally did a tape in the summer of 2000 and... Oh, would it have been 2014? I think, 2014. Mm -hmm. And I just did a self-tape. And this was before self-tapes were huge as well. Like, yeah, I, I yeah. feel like I was going in the room a lot more. But this was for Canada. And at first, and I'm really embarrassed to say this, is that I was like, I don't know if I want to do video games. Like, that's not really, I don't know what <laughs> sure, that is. Yeah. I'm not like, yeah. you know, I've just, I'd just come off on a big TV show of Hollyoaks, which, you know, and I was I was coming over to America to continue that and, and wanting to work in feature films. And so... Yeah, I can't, I was very ignorant. I, I didn't understand it. And thankfully, my manager at the time encouraged me because I had a goal to be the next action heroine. And, <laughs> sure. and, uh, and she said, well, you it. know, yeah, she said, well, you know, this is a bit like Lara Croft. And I said, oh, Lara Croft, that would be good. And I said, yeah. OK, all right, I'll audition for it. So I put the, I put 
I put it on tape and um and again as many people come to me for private coaching now I didn't know what I was doing for this type of medium I didn't know how to tape it I wasn't sure um so I did it in full body I did it in uh, a setup of a garage where I was staying in LA and um I wasn't staying in the garage. <laughs> they, they had to set up in the garage. Um, although that's very common. <laughs> get it. Yeah, I mean, um, it's not, yeah, exactly. But anyway, um, so yes, yeah, so I did that and sent it off and silence, never heard anything about it to the point where my manager said, you know that tape you did for that video game? And I said, no, what are you talking about? Don't no, remember. I can't remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like three months later, they said, said they want to fly you to... Um, they want to fly to Canada, to Quebec. And I said, oh, well, my mum's coming into town like this week, so I can't do that. And they're like, oh, no, you need to go tomorrow. And I said, oh, my God. So my mum arrived and I was like, bagged her off onto my friend. She, she just, but, but yeah, so she'd not visited me in LA before. So this was, you know. Um, yeah. Anyway, so I said, I'm only going to be gone for 24 hours, mom. Like, these are yeah, lovely yeah, people. Yeah. Stay with these people. Had <laughs> 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 to buy her some presents after that. Um, yeah. And was also, it also just put the pressure on because I was like, I have to get this now. Like, I yeah, for sure. Leave my mum sure. in LA like for two days and come back. So, anyway, so I did this and I had, again, I'm very embarrassed and I had no idea what Assassin's Creed was. I didn't know it was for Assassin's Creed. Um, you rarely do. You rarely have any idea of what you're auditioning for. So No, that, but ironically, know, it was you. funny. <laughs> Every time I got, when I got on the plane, Assassin's Creed. Now I've got to get the name right now. The one before us had just Black been launched. Black Flag? Not Black Flag. The par- the one in France. The one in France that bombed. <laughs> oh, yes. That might have even been one of the like the the PSP uh, ones. Like the, the, anyway, this was, was all over yeah. magazines everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. at the airport. Everywhere I looked, there was billboards for it. Everything like this. And I had just, on the way there completely ignored what it was and then on the way back uh in my audition I had a you know I read through with the director and had lunch with the team and and they said do you want to know what this is for and I said sure and they said Assassin's Creed and I said oh yeah Yeah. oh man (laughs) you know my best my best acting job (laughs) there was at that point and I don't think it was was you acting no I don't think the best acting gig was you acting in that moment like yeah it was better than my it was better than my recall (laughs) you know better than my callback so um so anyway I get out and I'm like googling on my phone as soon as I've left the building and I'm like whoa oh this this is a big deal yeah, yes. Yeah. Yeah, so, so then when I'm going back on the flight, there's all this promo for this game. And I said, oh, wow, this is pretty amazing. Anyway, so as, at this point, I still hadn't got the job. But, but in they... some way, was that slightly better? Because you didn't have all the pressure. Oh, it's much if, better, If you'd have it? known it was this, like, mega, triple-A, huge franchise oh. already, you would have been a bit like, oh. Okay. I would have been like that on the first tape, wouldn't I? Exactly, so, anyway, yeah, 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 yeah. And then I would have been, like, crapping myself going flying there. <laughs> So anyway, so at that point, then I knew it what, what it was. But, you know, I still didn't have a console. So I, I knew it was great, but I didn't real I just did not realize. And I don't think you can realize when you no. get a AAA lead, the fan base, the billion. You can't get your head around that there's billions of people all over the world mm. playing as you. I still can't get my head around that. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. really right now. There's someone playing as you like probably. Yeah. Multiple people playing as you. Yeah. 100 percent. 100 percent. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, 
Yeah, so anyway, then they said, okay, we've got to do a chemistry read because you will have a twin brother in of this. Of course, yes, yeah, yeah. And this yeah. is a really fun fact. Yeah, so yeah. remember, oh, should I say this on it? I mean, the game's way out now. So it's yeah, it's fine. It's so, absolutely fine. Do you remember in his EastEnders, there mm. was Sonia's boyfriend, Martin Fowler, the original yes, of one? Course. Yeah, 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 of course. He had a read with me. <gasps> he was flown over Whoa. to read with me. So he could have been Jacob Fry. Wow, that's How funny is that? That's so, so him funny. and Paul Amos, who eventually got the job, yeah. um, were reading with me. So it was really funny. So I was kind of like, you know, I grew up on EastEnders. So I was like, ooh, yeah, Martin Fowler. You know, like, yeah, I yeah, wasn't yeah, saying yeah, yeah. that to him. I was trying to be very professional. But And was was there someone else in the chem... Because I've done chemistry reads before. And normally, like, you'll go in there with, like, the other person who's also going for the no, same No, there was no you. other woman. So it was just you? Yeah. That must have felt cool. It did <laughs> feel cool. cool. I felt yeah. very confident. And I felt like, oh, wow, this is great. And they'd flown them over to read with me in L.A. Because Paul yeah, was in wow. Canada and um, James, who played that role in his centres and was up for this, yeah. um, was from London. So they'd flown them both over to meet me. Um, so, yeah, at that point, I didn't know, but it felt like, mm. oh, you know. But then I think Paul said he may have read with somebody somewhere else as well. So sure. I don't know. Yeah, um, yeah. But, yeah, it felt great. And then I didn't really know because both of them did such a good job and they both brought some very different stuff to it mm-hmm. um and it just both of them it had completely different feel as brother and sister yeah. um but ultimately looking back now and the dynamic and the chemistry that Paul and I have really does feel real as brother and sister because yeah. with James it was very nicey nice it was like good brother sister like always happy <laughs> always you know getting on mm-hmm. twins which isn't reality you know as anyone that has siblings like no um yeah, so like actually paul and i organically clash and so it worked <laughs> it nice, worked really yeah. great we have a we have that love but we also have these these parts where we you know mm. we organically clash with each other so um yeah so then that was in the october and another thing that happened that I don't think I've ever shared before is that my grandmother passed away who was really important in my life and then I was starting at this point to research the animus and accessing your ancestors and so it all kind of came full circle and it was a really beautiful moment where I kind of felt like she was with me on this journey and getting this Mm. part and that's so special it was really great I I actually had a very similar experience working on Warhorse because my grandfather who passed away when I was like in my teens um, was like very much a father figure to me had served in the army and I remember very distinctly hearing all these stories from him but never felt like I understood even remotely and I'm not saying Mm -hmm. that me doing a theater show is in any way uh, comparable but it gave me a you know just even the tiniest you know five percent uh insight into into that journey that he was on and it it definitely it was weird how kind of after the fact it, it made me feel like I was closer to him uh yeah. you know even after he passed and so I think yeah it's a it's a really interesting thing that 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 can happen I think as a, a as a part of an actor's personal journey and the the kind of little connections and things that you yeah you and research you. in Victorian London as well was just so magnificent it was one of my mm. favorite things I mean yeah absolutely to research of course like or just the Evie Fry, some of Evie Fry's looks I mean that must have, alone must have given you so much character. Well, I wish and, I'd been able to wear the costume. But, <laughs> yeah, you know. right, right. Like, well, when, Actually, when I, do you know what I have here? Film? I have here, I'm going to show you something fun. One, one second, yes, I'm to my studio, what I have here. This is so exciting. This is so exciting. I'm genuinely fangirling right now because... So I have all uh, my Evie Fry swag. <gasps> but this is I so have cool. my boots. 
Whoa, look at them with the dots still. These They've still got the track Assassin's Creed. So because I wanted a heel, I wanted yeah. a heel so I could walk like her. And then, yeah, these are my actual boots that I wore yeah. for months. And then there's my little Funko. Yes! Cool. That's so cool. That's right? so, so cool. Yeah, so, so it's good. good. Um, and then this is actually the jacket that they gave us. So we had these. Whoa, these, that's so cool. These lovely jackets. That is extremely awesome with the red lining. Love cool, that right? so much. So That's yeah, amazing. I have well, my, I have my swag in my studio when you come here. You can have a look. Yes. Oh my, please, please. please. I was uh, freaking yeah. out so much then. Like, uh, it, it, honestly, the shoes is such a big deal, right? Like, Huge. for an actor, And Paul the shoes, had big, heavy um, boots yeah. for Jacob as well. It, it, out of any item that I could possibly have for a character, unless they have like a cane or something, you know, like an exterior like thing that, mm-hmm. you know, like the shoes are genuinely something that I will... Like, I'll go to VO sessions and wear very specific shoes for that VO session. You oh, know, yeah. so like, if they're like military or they're on like a big adventure or whatever, I've got these like really big, thick boots that I'll wear. And do you know what I mean? Just because I just find it so important to oh, feel. Oh, yeah, it's everything. It's everything. Yeah. And I have also have here in my studio my shoes that I wore for Jason Costello, which is kind of close to my heart as well. Which so is fun. sweet. That's I like keeping really cool. the shoes in my character. Yeah. Um, Absolutely. So, yeah, so that's, so, so that's how, how I came So how long after from. October did you then find out that you'd in got Jan- a role? I think I found out in the October. I think... Oh, okay, good. I think she yeah. passed away in the October, and then I th- I think I found out shortly after she shortly passed after. Right. that I got it, which was just amazing and bittersweet that I yeah. couldn't tell her because I phoned her. The One of my last conversations with her, I phoned her when I was in Chicago in mm. uh, when I was changing flights to go to Quebec from LA and I I think that was my last phone one of my last phone calls with her and I told her I'm on my way to get this job to to audition for this big job yeah 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 um so yeah it was pretty pretty amazing and then yeah then we started in January I flew to Toronto it was freezing I was living in LA and I didn't take a coat and it was snowing (laughs) you didn't take a coat to Canada they all just started laughing at me they all started laughing at me yeah absolutely (laughs) <laughs> and uh and it was me and just men there was like no other women on this yeah. project it was just insane and some of there was a load of actors that came over from london um talking of eastenders cast jazz deal who's been in eastenders for ages now i love played. the idea that they were just like we need some cockneys let's just raid eastenders well like, he's not so he's like, yeah <laughs> and then sam crane yeah. who now plays harry potter in the stage on stage right. in the West End, he yeah. plays Frederick Aberline. So he's in the DLC and the main game as one of our big, you know, Very allies cool. in the game. So yes, yeah, so everybody's been doing really great. And Gavin Fowler's on, with the RSC doing stuff all the time. So I mean, yeah. the cast was incredible, really amazing people. And um, actually, there was one female writer. She was fantastic. Well, a couple of female writers, but Kerry Young, who I always have um, lots of lovely things to say about. She wrote a lot of the Evie Fry missions amazing so, that's so yeah. cool i um i just want to say as well like it's such a, a testament to your you know you as a person that you know you had this whole experience of like not really having a clue you know what this is all about and everything like that and what do you do you do the job and then you decide right i'm going to make sure that other people understand what this thing is and i'm going to help bring other people into this space and make sure that the next time i go on set it's not just going to be a room full of men that we're going to have more women and things like, and i just think genuinely like on behalf of the, the industry like thank you for the, everything that you've done oh, like, in terms of teaching that. people this podcast like 
it genuinely no, it makes me cry. such a difference. No, but it does. It makes such a huge difference. I like. I literally did the same thing with you. My first ever, you know, as we spoke about on the episode with you with me, you know, the the first ever uh, motion capture audition that I had. You were the the person that I dm'd and you were you know you were gracious enough to accept and say yeah like i'll coach you through it and stuff so i just think you've had such a big impact and i think it's such a testament to you know having I had really the experience appreciate of, that and i genuinely you know, i'm genuinely i know people you know i genuinely am so happy when people book stuff that have worked with me yeah. i really yeah. i just had one girl book the brazilian lead in call of duty and i'm i'm just so happy that so we cool. i'm i helped yeah. her with that and and that you know she's super talented but you know just could guide people in that direction and you know i'm so happy that we have the e-course now and that we have all this stuff and we have these tools that people can have access to that you know just have the questions and i don't think that you know there's things that i can teach and, and guide but i always say you don't necessarily need classes in motion capture you just need to be the best actor and there's a musicality mm-hmm. to performance capture that um that people just kind of need to find that rhythm um and that's mostly what i guide people towards yeah I I think you enable people to feel comfortable and being comfortable is 95% of an actor's job like if you can be comfortable enough to walk into any situation that you're required to and deliver your best work like that's so important because you could do all of the lessons and classes and you know what I mean whatever you might want to do and then the second you walk on set if you're like you all tense up and you're like oh, this feels so awkward I don't really know what I'm doing I don't really know where I'm going then immediately you know all of the training everything that you've learned is going to go out of the window so I think that your ability to make people feel comfortable is such a an important part and like hey I'm I'm a walking testament I'm here doing this with you I yeah you've been two looking jobs like this crazy month. Yeah, I've got two it's so jobs good. this month. Like it's, it's so good. You're working yeah. more than me now, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> not quite um, yet, but I'm not I'll, yet. I'll but it's it. it's but it's it. good. It's great, and and I'm I'm just happy. I'm happy to be of service to the industry in that way. And you know, I hope that um, I hope that more and more people find the class. And and I just I want to tell actors that there's work there. There's acting yeah. work that's yeah. incredible that you can do and the industry wants new faces and yeah and i'm i'm a big advocate of it and i'm also a big advocate of mentorship you know i've had Mm. so many people in my life that have really taken me under their wing and helped me and i hope i'll always have those types of people that just are further down the road than me that can give back Mm. and and i really appreciate that i really am grateful to those people and will continue to be grateful for the new mentors i will meet along my journey as an actor so yeah, yeah. Ghetto, absolutely. Uh, could not agree more. Um, so uh, next question. What is your mm. favorite thing about performance capture? Playing. Playtime. Yeah, of just, course. Just, just, you know, one of the most heartbreaking moments in my life, and I, I've gone through quite a lot of stuff in my life, <laughs> but one of the most heartbreaking moments was, um, I think I was at 13 and I was still playing make-believe games at mm. home, yeah. you know. And uh, my younger sister, who must have been 11, mm. said, I don't think we should play these anymore. It's just like kid stuff. Oh, and no. I was, like, I was so heartbroken. I remember this yeah. moment. So She doesn't remember it at all. But I was in the garden and we used to make my garden shed. Now, this is this is really revealing some vulnerability. Love it. My garden shed when I was a kid was a drive through. It was a McDonald's drive through. Well, it wasn't okay. McDonald's, but it was just like a drive through. So you'd yeah, go up yeah, to the yeah. window and you'd knock, and then you'd have a. There was a kitchen in there and restaurant, mm-hmm. and you'd come out. But the funny thing is that we'd knock on the window and you couldn't hear what the person was saying, so you'd have to still come around and open the door. So it'd be like <laughs> my neighbours would be like just hearing people shouting orders at this shed window. 
so but anyway that shed got turned into so many things dens and Mm. all this stuff and i just i just as you can imagine a wild imagination as a kid yeah post office shops mums and dads like the whole the whole lot the whole gamut of imagination games so when she said that to me i was literally heartbroken and i think at that point i made a pact with whoever god (laughs) yeah and i said right well, then I'm just going to do this for the rest of my life and I'm just going to have to find some other playmates. Yeah, and I yeah, feel yeah. like at that moment, I mean, I knew I wanted to become an actress from a very young age, but at that moment, I think I was just like, well, I can't give this up. Like, mm. I'm going to have to do this and get paid so then yeah. people, then I don't look insane, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And I don't, and I can just keep doing this um, because I don't want to do anything else. So, yeah. That's kind of uh, playtime and just some of the people that I've worked with are just so fun, so much fun. And uh, I'm definitely one of those people that, you know, get in the suit and do the arms and muck around (laughs) with the skeleton like uh, every single time. Like you can't stop me. (laughs) <laughs> yeah no and and i and i hope that it never does stop because i just think it's 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 honestly the best part i i completely agree it's like the best part about it is just getting to uh just yeah getting to go back to that like earliest version of yourself and and play these games and not only that but to feel like the limitless potential of games when you're playing is just like kind yeah, of amazing it, i was i was it, mocapping once for like getting sucked through a portal and falling and you know I mean? all this stuff. i was just like yeah this is just so cool like this is so much yeah. fun to get to play they're like you're just standing on the rooftops of victorian london i'm like sure yeah, okay yeah exactly exactly <laughs> and for spoken we had all the athia and everything i mean it's just cool really yeah. cool and... well, well why don't you answer the next question then is which is tell us about an experience that you've enjoyed on the mocap stage Oh God, so, literally now been so many um which i'm so grateful to be able to say um, I mean, most recently, for the last couple of years, I was working on Forspoken, which is out now. I'm mm. so grateful for that. Yeah, and yeah, that yeah. whole experience was really interesting because I'd never been brought on um, to rehearse a project for mm. a long time before it began shooting. Sure. So I played multiple characters in the game, had to learn all of these lines for all these different characters. And there was kind of an ensemble of about six of us, I think. So we brought every single character to life for, you know, during the pandemic. Um, so we're in the middle of a pandemic and us lot are in masks on the stage, just playing yeah. and, and walking through this game and, and crafting it and figuring out what works or doesn't work. God, that must um, have been amazing. Like mid pandemic. It was, to go somewhere it really was like a relief. It was a godsend. People? Yeah. Yeah. It was a godsend. Um, and Tom, that was the first time I got to work with Tom Keegan as well. Mm. And he's such a generous director and he Mm. really trusts the actors that he brings on to bring the characters to life and allows us to play and encourages us to play and, um, and respects the actors process. And I really love that. I think it's, I always say it's interesting with directors in performance capture because you, you sometimes get one or the other, like a very direct, like a very technical Mm. Uh, director from the animation side of things or you get a theatre director um, that has learned the technical side of things um, and both are uh, both are amazing to work with but I think when a director has had that experience of learning the actor's process or taking an acting class or mm. understanding that or or studying with Judith Weston who you know teaches you know actors like directing actors um, 
it really it really makes a difference to how you feel and how you can uh, communicate your process to a director yeah yeah i completely agree and um yeah i've only got to work with tom very fleetingly uh during a two in-person auditions but it was an amazing experience and absolutely loved working with tom and very much manifesting working with tom again in the future so yeah um, and ismail ore is like that too i worked mm -hmm. with ismail on horizon zero dawn and um and he was the assistant director on assassin's creed syndicate and he's very much Sweet. like that and um i see huge i mean he's done so well with uh, forbidden west but i see huge things for him yeah um amazing so then i guess to kind of start wrapping up this which is that the i mean this feels like a crazy question to ask you as <laughs> you are like the the teacher of like mocap and whatever but like what advice would you have? What advice would you give to oh someone God. who's looking to get into the performance catcher? Buy I mean, my e-course. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Sign up to the e-course. Like, that's the best. That's why I feel like it seems ridiculous because, like, yeah, you have so much advice I mean, right there. But The yeah. e-course I built with Michael Antonakos, and if people don't know who Michael is, um, he's the voice, and he did all the performance capture now for Batman in Gotham Knights, and he's Alexios in Assassin's Creed Odyssey, and he's a good friend of mine, and I think he's a fantastic teacher as well. An amazing, he, very incredibly generous teacher. I had the best time doing the the i did a, the zoom class with michael I think yeah two, i've even done two actually with michael and just, he's just oh, a so wonderful still coach yeah. yeah some of the people that i get to coach i always try and do like an interview with like a little ch zoom chat with them first to kind of feel whether they would suit the community that we've built and the kind mm. of um the energy that we've created and uh he just is perfect for it he's he's extremely wise He's yeah. extremely talented and he's just an all-round really lovely person. Yeah, <laughs> like, uh, I really respect him. And so basically we, you know, daily get, how do you get into video games? How do you get into video games? And I was like, I can't keep repeating myself. Yeah, and I don't yeah. have the capacity to do the classes as I was doing them in the pandemic mm. anymore because I have my own projects that I'm working on now. So the e-course has just been, you know, it's a combination of all of our knowledge and all of the things that I've learned through teaching hundreds of people now on Zoom. Um, all of the questions that we get asked, how do I get into it? How do I get auditions from it? Where do I, um, you know, where do I start? What happens when I book the job? Mm -hmm. You know, um, what are casting directors looking for? How do I do a self-tape? you know what underwear should i wear <laughs> like yeah, we cover yeah. we literally cover everything so that yeah. equals is really great and the patreon we've got a discount as well um discount i was codes, literally just about to say yeah. we've got a big old discount on the patreon which is amazing but my um, biggest advice like on here you know if you aren't able to get the e-course right now is um is to be the best actor you can be because ultimately you don't need to go to a class to get on the mocap stage to book a job. You don't have to do that. That's, that's not something that you have to do. It helps, but um, just to understand the medium. But um, being the best actor is ultimately, you know, yeah. the goal. Um, and get yourself into a scene study class. The two yeah. areas that I see the most um, is I see voice actors that are cut off from their body because they've just been working from yeah. their voice up. Um, and they're not engaging their body. So they come to the PCAP stage and they're kind of disconnected. So, you know, if that resonates, then yeah, scene study class is really good or just doing a sport or getting into your body mm. with dance, something like that. And then the other thing with um, 
actors from TV and film, where I see they've struggled a little bit, is just understanding this medium and realizing, you know, you're kind of in a close up and a wide at the same time, and yeah. you're not going to have any props, costumes, set, any of that to rely on. Yeah. So think being comfortable with that, like think about it like rehearsals, like the play. But even with theatre, you get you get yeah. table and chairs and stuff like that. Oh, you don't sure. Get that. <laughs> yeah. You know, like <laughs> yeah, yeah, you don't yeah, get any yeah. of that. You don't even get a costume. Like you could mm. even to rehearsals wear something that would help you. Like you're not going to get any of that. Mm. So relying heavily on that stuff, um, it's just just using your imagination, allowing yourself to to really be silly and yes. have fun. Yes, absolutely, and. Um, yeah, before, uh, before I let you go, Victoria, I just want to reiterate what a, what a wonderful presence you are in this, uh, space and just so, I genuinely feel so fortunate to know you and, uh, and I would say, uh, a piece of advice for anyone listening to this, if you want to get into this is like, don't be afraid of people, you know, if you're a good hardworking person and reach out to people now, maybe not Victoria, cause Victoria is very, very busy, but like, you know, I'm probably less busy. You can so reach, reach out, out to me. me. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, you can um, reach out, but yeah. Because like that, I'm just thinking back to like how I got started was, you know, seeing, looking up to someone that I really admired in the space and uh, just saying like, hey, I like, I, I know I can back this up. Uh, you know, if you, if you're kind of willing to give me 20 minutes on like a FaceTime or something, uh, you know, or, or uh, just uh, a little bit of email advice or anything like that. Like these things are. I will never say difference. no to a coffee with somebody that's talented exactly so I, I literally haven't right? and like it, there's so many people that have reached out to me like yourself also helen day was somebody that reached mm. out to me just for a coffee and you know then she joined she joined me on the mocap stage for for spoken and it was great you know yeah, you so it, it's just it is it's taking that leap of faith and the worst anybody can say is no you yeah, know you've exactly. got nothing to lose and exactly. you know you can't take that personally it's genuinely if somebody does say no it's nothing to do with you but most people, They're especially in too LA, busy. <laughs> Honestly, yeah, but most like... people in LA will take a coffee with you. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I don't know many people that won't. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, so, uh, yeah, to wrap it up, uh, where can people find you uh, on the internet and uh, where should they uh, follow all of your... Well, following the Performance Capture podcast is always great. And uh, come join us for the Patreon if you uh, want to mm-hmm. throw a few bucks a month for that and um, get some behind-the-scenes stuff. I'm showing lots of different things that I've been doing behind the scenes and these episodes. So, Yeah. Come join us on the Patreon. I'm on Victoria Atkin on Twitter and Instagram. I mean, I kind of use that stuff less and less now. Uh, My classes are bookvopcap.com. And yeah, if you join the Patreon, there's a discount code for uh, the equals. That's that's it. You can find all the stuff. Amazing, amazing, amazing. Uh, Yeah. Like Victoria said, follow the show, join us on the Patreon. Uh, We have loads and loads of fun stuff there. And uh, honestly, if you want to chat to either of us, we also have a members exclusive Discord. uh, Oh, yeah, the Discord channel. As well. So, uh, you know, if you have questions and things like that, then you can also pop them in there. We've actually just added a channel for uh, guest recommendations on the Discord. And some people were throwing out some suggestions of people that they'd love to see us interview, things like that. So uh, please feel free to uh, jump on in there and, and, yeah, get your hands on some uh and so we can we can chat and uh, and all that kind of thing so uh victoria akin it's been a pleasure to get to interview you it. on your own podcast <laughs> <laughs> i don't know uh, if it's so... quite self-indulgent but it's also very fun no so. definitely not i, I guess I'm, I... I'm the producer so i get to do what i want <laughs> exactly and honestly we did i remember doing exactly the same thing for my podcast because we were like 
we we got a few episodes in and we're like we, we don't ever talk about ourselves like no one knows who we are really so yeah. uh, i think it's important and i'm really glad to have gotten the opportunity to to do this for you so uh, i hope Thank everyone you. at home has enjoyed listening to this and uh i guess we'll uh see you uh next week for another episode yeah you will <laughs> see yeah. you. Thank you. Bye. i'll be back <laughs> yeah <Bye>. you will <laughs> this podcast is sponsored by vicon the Academy Award-winning developer of motion capture products for the life science, entertainment, and engineering industries. Vicon provides cutting-edge hardware and software with the highest accuracy. Valkyrie is a brand-new hero camera range, which includes a 26MP model and high-speed capture mode at up to 2,000 FPS. When combined with the powerful bespoke new Very Focal lens, Vicon Valkyrie delivers a greater fidelity in human motion capture and unlocks an unmatched capture quality. Valkyrie is designed to work with Vicon's Shogun VFX software, enabling digital artists to visualize realistic characters and scenes while saving time in post-production. Shogun now includes custom-developed virtual production tools to power your next-level project. Find out more at www.vicon.com. The Performance Capture Podcast also gets its support from Motion Capture Orlando now offering remote access to direct your shoot from anywhere in the world. To learn more about their 38-camera Vicon stage, go to motioncaptureorlando.com. Whether you're a past, present, or entirely new student to book VOPCAP, during the strike, Victoria is offering a huge 50% off all private coaching sessions with her. Email bookvopcap at gmail.com to schedule your one-to-one session. Plus, her PCAP with the Pro Zoom class has now sold out of participant slots, but you can still audit the six-week course. Book now at bookvopcap.com. As a past student, I cannot recommend this highly enough.